Welcome to Theater of the Mind. Theater of the Mind is an unofficial D&D 5e actual play podcast. Theater of the Mind is not appropriate for all audiences and therefore listener discretion is advised. I'm sure we are so far beyond. The Mel actually killed someone. I think we're pretty far beyond the whole, oh God, I broke a nail thing. She's pretty, oh yeah, Mel did kill someone. She's oh pretty pissed God. off though. I'm almost positive the blood is not coming out of her yoga pants. Oh, absolutely. She's not. very upset about that, I'm sure. And I mean, she knows how to get blood out of yoga pants, but this is not working for her. <laughs> Usually that involves a laundry machine. And That's lot, fair. Yeah. There's a lack of laundry here. But how, how does Mel know how to get blood out of yoga pants? Do I need to explain to you why women know how to get blood out oh, of everything? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here for this conversation. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> I just took it for granted. Everybody knew that that was the thing. If I'm being perfectly honest, that's not where my brain went immediately either. (laughs) I was like, yeah, like nosebleeds and stuff. She's a fucking trainer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes also plenty of sense. (laughs) I have never been more happy that I've discreetly hit the record button than I am right now. Sweet. And on that note, uh, welcome to Theater of the Minds. Actual play D&D podcast. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm your dungeon master. And, um, well, our question today is, uh, some of us committed murder for the first time. And we have magic floating around. Where just, how is everybody's mental state doing? I'm Amanda, and I'm playing Mel Kelly. Uh, Mel is, uh... Not she doesn't deal with her emotions. She stifles them. She hides them behind Perky, and in this case, because they've been helping doing uh, chores on Elliot's farm, she's also hiding them behind a lifetime's worth of disgustedness at shoveling manure for what seems like an eternity. I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Elliot Brandybane. Elliot Brandybane really doesn't give a shit. He's home. <laughs> He's got his critters with him. <laughs> And you know what? The outside world's always a mess, no matter what. So really, he can just kind of ignore it now that he's home. It doesn't matter. Olnock um, hasn't been to therapy uh, like myself, so he buries his feelings like I used to. Um, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Burnell, I think, is what we're going with. That is your name. One of the three mics uh, on the board. Some of us don't always know our name all the time. Yeah, okay? it's not it's, it's not as easy as you make it seem. All right, Chuck. <laughs> Damn I it. have to all think right. about it for one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Olnock buries his feelings. Um, he doesn't really know how to control his emotions yet. But oddly enough, he um, is kind of a psycho in some ways. And has been kind of fantasizing about cutting somebody's head off for an unnecessarily long time. And got to do that. So that was pretty cool for him. However... He's now kind of dealing with like, hey, you did actually have to kill somebody and it's not a movie. Like that shit happened. You just don't know how to deal with it, right? It's it, He's not going to show anybody that he's dealing with it because that's that would make him a burden and he won't do that. But he's, he's struggling. Uh, I'm Michael Downs playing James O'Brien. And uh, James, it started out this whole situation pretty okay. You know, like, as, as long as he's got his toolkit and his knives, he should be perfectly fine. 
but then he risked his life for a kid and got his ass laid out by a biker and realized that um, he is not strong in any sense of the word. <laughs> and so he's been struggling a lot with his own weaknesses and um, doing a bunch of training with the bow up at uh, Elliot's farm and whatnot. And a lot of magic flying around and he's kind of pissed that he can't use it. Uh, so he's kind of aggravated in a way of his own shortcomings. I'm Casey and I play Emery Lee. I almost said that I play Mel Kelly because I got distracted <laughs> for a second. <laughs> I'll just point that to tag somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> um, I think Emery hasn't been sleeping particularly well. There's been a lot of good distractions lately between riding bikes for far too long and then nursing the sore legs that that caused and doing the work around the ranch. Um, but I think it is kind of catching up with her and she's had a lot of late nights just kind of thinking and trying to ponder. The magic thing is weird. She doesn't know what's going on with that. She wants to find out, but isn't really sure what direction to take. So just kind of lost in mulling things over. That is a uh, fair and reasonable uh, way to feel after that. So let's go ahead and roll to see who gets to recap last episode. We'll go ahead and go lowest roll goes. No, oh, no, <laughs> come on. Thirteen. Elliot's got thirteen. I got a fourteen. Also got a fourteen. Five, five. No, I don't remember anything. John, Kim, point. All right. I'll if you want, I'll give the recap. I listened to the episodes and I, I took four. notes. <laughs> You you got a, oh, yeah. I got a five. You're, well, in that case, there. you have to recap <laughs> Get there. Get dungeon master. I'll, re- I'll recap. I'll, I'll rescue you this time. <laughs> you, you wrote it. Therefore, you should know what we did, oh. right? <laughs> I listened to it three times this week, and you think I'd have better recollection than I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so last episode, we started with you guys uh, rinsing your clothing of the gore. That occurred the episode before when you got absolutely massacred by pork chop. Um, yeah. Big old boy walking around, one shot in most of you guys. Um, and then you made it to the city of Colburn with a small child in tow. Um, Jacob. Jacob. Um, you made it to the city of Colburn. Uh, Colburn, for the most part, was faring pretty okay. It's a town that's used to having technological issues because it's kind of secluded away from everything. You stopped and you met Sven at the local <laughs> liquor distributor. Um, and he was generous enough to allow uh, Elliot to per- procure some spirits on basically credit. Um, and then you went to Elliot's... Uh, actually, you went to a church, stayed the night because uh, most of your day had been spent trying actively to not die. Um, so you stayed the night at a church where you met a pastor and heard about his nice wife and, uh, slept. Um, and then the next day you made it to Elliot's ranch where we met Walt and Walt Allen and Walt, um, showed Jacob some of the natural world, talked to him about, talked to him about baby cows becoming baby cows um, and whilst he was doing that, you had deep existential conversations about what is going on in the world and what you want to do about the world. And we did a vague training montage that 
probably dive deeper into this session. So yeah, I kind of remembered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there were the pretty people on. Oh yes, and the very yeah. last thing you saw—that's where we left off. I remember that part. Were some freakishly pretty people with pointy ears riding weird green squat wide-legged horses. <laughs> pretty people on lizard back. Yes, pretty people <laughs> on lizard back. And I believe the very last thing that had happened is Elliot had waved. Somebody waved. Somebody waved at them and they waved back. Um, they were meandering in your direction. They were by no means aggressively approaching. They were just kind of going towards so that's where we'll pick up this session. The riders approach. Um, they get up close, and you can tell at this point, absolutely those are lizards. They're huge lizards. Some might even call them giant lizards. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the leader, or the person you could safely assume is the leader, uh, speaks with a bit of a hidey, mighty, dainty voice. <laughs> Hello, human. Please tell me, how far are we from the coast of your nation? Which coast? I mean, the answer's pretty far either way. Well, are you looking for an ocean or would you settle for the Gulf? We are in deep desire to vacate your lands. Well, fella, nice to meet you. My name's Elliot Brandybane, and you're on my place. And I would very much like for that to not be the case. I apologize for the damage our lizards did to the fences. The we- fences? Oh, God, not not the f- Oh, son of oh our- that was so much work the last <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, okay. What, which, which direction are you headed there, fella? They are currently headed west. You're headed west. So you want to know how far to the California coast? Is that what it is called? The California coast? That's, yeah. That's not what he's... That's close enough. That's so weird. It's about 1,600 miles. What is mile? All right. How fast do you... It's, it's two days by car. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to help him, I don't Mel. think they're riding cars. Oh, 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 oh. It's like four hours by plane. I used to do it by plane all the time. Oh, good. Which All right. Plane. As- astral. Arrow. Ethereal? Arrow. A plane of arrows. No, <laughs> no. Air, air, like air. Oh, the elemental plane of air. No, she means fly. What is this dude talking about? She means flying through the air. It takes four days for your fly for- fast. Where are your wings? Wait. I don't believe we're this all having the same conversation. Hey, 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 mister, um, before we go much further, what, what's your name? My name is... <laughs> your accent drifting is <laughs> all over the fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> is this, is he English? Is that what this is? No, I, I think he's French. I'm not entirely oh. sure. I've I never met know. a Frenchman. You're right, they are pretty. What these words you speak of are... He seems very confused. Well, I, I know. Am loading my name. People don't like it when you. <laughs> <laughs> People that don't like it, like I it when you point out their confusion at them. Trust me, okay? 
We get really offended. I am mildly offended that you keep referring to me as a mister. My name is Russia. I, I am feminine. Female, I believe. That's the word I've heard your kind use. Some days. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Didn't didn't mean to uh, offend you there. Uh, Ro- Rosia? Um, Rosia. 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 Okay. Are you familiar with a horse? We have horse, yes. Okay. How fast is your lizards compared to a horse? It's fairly comparable. <laughs> Depending on the surface, ours go on walls much better than a horse. I mean, on land, uh, it's fairly comparable. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you... Rosia, you, uh, let's see here, on a horse, California coast, it, it'd take you about 95, 90, 95 days to get to the coast. My God. That long? We're, yeah, they don't have wings. God, that's a long time. Well, Sorry. You, that's yeah. also kind of assuming your little lizard, well, I guess I, giant I, lizard creatures need to drink water or something. They do require the same sustenance most living creatures do. Yeah, you're going to have to do a lot of stopping. It's going to—it's a trip. It's a trek. Yeah. So, we, we also require sleep, but we require downtime at night. We must. Now she's Australian? Yep. Night. <laughs> at night? Listen, uh, you just our, the accent of the ethereal plane, it is a drifting vague thing. They don't it is real hard to pin well. you down. Well, Mel's going to try to pedal. Hey, 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 Mel, you you know that the dot, well, never mind. Go, go pet him. <laughs> Are you rolling an animal handling check? Yep. That's a 13. Yeah, it'll let you pet you. Well, it I didn't get bit it. by something. First time for everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's, it's rough, dry, especially out here. It's particularly dry, scaly skin. May not be the most pleasant thing you've ever pet. It didn't bite me. I love it. That's because you don't smell like kale anymore. Oh, I miss those. Those were so good. <laughs> I, I miss vegetables. I'm not going to lie. I really miss eating vegetables. Rosia, where... Okay, so if just so you know, if you keep going west, you're, you're fixing to go into a pretty big desert. Water gets a little rough to find. It was bad enough getting across your never-ending flat and then those... God, awful mountains. And now we are going into a desert. But although luckily there's a river, you can follow the river almost all the way through. But that's, that's going to increase your distance by a long ways. I think that'll be worth us not dying. Uh, yeah, most most of the old pioneers thought so too. They liked to follow rivers. Uh, where where are y'all from, anyway? We are from Dorbwinian. Gesundheit. Is Mark? that a country or is that a planet? They're not green. They're lizards. They have pointy ears and they're riding lizards. That what? Not all aliens have that to be is green. That's the land of our kingdom. Some of them are gray. How, uh, how long you been riding to get here? We we have been on horseback, uh, lizard back. <laughs> <laughs> lizard horseback. Got mounted. It. <laughs> You've been mounted. We've been mounted for many a night now. Time got a bit weird. <laughs> now it's Cockney. That's great. For a minute, time did. Time, we it, there was Immortar cast his great magics. There was a what? And then time got a bit odd, and suddenly we were in a massive town. 
nothing like we've ever seen before. Massive town where everybody was wearing strange clothing, speaking strange language, and protecting themselves in some sort of giant metal beetles carcasses. Those are called cars here. Car. These must be fearsome creatures. Oh, oh, very. Yeah. What language do you normally speak? Because your common's a bit rough. We speak the land of Dorbuinian. Oh, boy. Is that like French? I don't know what a French is. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty like you. Well, that is a very kind compliment, young lady. Can you describe some of the buildings you saw in this gigantic city? Taller than anything we've ever seen. They would rival the greatest of fortresses. When when you arrived, were you in like like a patch of ground that was shaped kind of like a diamond? I try like drawing like a symbol of a baseball field on the ground. We were we were in a large field. Yes, um, we were. There were there were no diamonds that we could see. the 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 people of that land. Kept, kept speaking of Memphis. Memphis? So, okay. That sounds like Tennessee to, to me, y'all. Is yeah. That, is that right? He's trying to be playing Tennessee. Huh? Oh, flattery will get you everywhere, Roja. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone. Did you start looking for a coast from Memphis? Our initial reaction was to follow the sun. Oh, yeah, that's that was too, the wrong oh, one. A horrible yeah. decision. You, you should have went south. You would have hit a coast way earlier. Why Why are you trying to get to a coast? Because the Moratar is here, and we want to not be anywhere near a Moratar. Is a Moratar a great big dude in black armor with a yes. curved blade that a does runes? is bringer of death and destruction. We... We That's a guy on TV. Yeah. Figures he landed in Boston. Should have landed in New York. It is fitting that he would be in the bus town. Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. Okay. Totally I'm... never before intentional. Uh, what? <laughs> what do you? Uh, what do you know about Amoratar other than he's the bringer of death? I mean, that's a lot, and that's important. Yeah, it's but, pretty pretty serious. Like, what? What? What what is he? What does he want? Emoritar is, I believe, the nearest translation would be the Dark King, uh, though his his followers prefer to call him Retribution. What kind of fantasy nonsense is this? I know it sounded pretty D and D to me. It's weird shit happening with this Emoritar redhead man. This is no fantasy. Good, because I ain't no nerd. Are you sure? It's not like my dad used to talk about stuff like this all the time, and it sounds Your very reminiscent. father was a wise man. Immortar is not one with which to be trifled. Yeah, that's that's kind of the point. Um, when my dad was talking about this stuff, it wasn't like real. That's, that's why it's fantasy. Do you understand, Roja? I understand what a fantasy is, yes. Hey. So if we're talking about all this fantasy nonsense, like, 
Do you guys, are you familiar with magic? Oh, we know magic very well. It is the uh, common practice in our lands. See, he's French. Common, She's French say. again. Okay. It's a foreign, 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 foreign. So, what, are you familiar <laughs> with like yes. these foggy, amorphous blob type creatures? Good. No, no, no. They're way, way more powerful than that. But they give people magic powers. Are those like super common where you're from? Dark being that gives magic power? Only dark, smoky, cloudy, and then they just go disappear. I I personally normally try to avoid the dark, smoky beings that promise great power. It could be a lich, that could be a demic god, that could be a god, that could be a fae, that could be any number of quite dangerous creatures. Mel, what did you do? I don't know. Sounded like a good idea at the time, though. What did you do? Nothing. I know. Much. Sure, if we, we should, should be talk, on your land. We should talk about Emery. Emery's got cool things going on over there, and yeah, she we'll doesn't have any that. creepy bits. I... Yeah, we're going to have to circle back for sure. That, that was odd. <clears throat> a couple of us have started having magical powers recently, and that's not something we usually have here. That doesn't exist here. No, we don't. No, no one has ever actually had magic. Your land here. has created the magnificent cities you've had without the use of magic. We use machines for stuff like that. Yeah, we, we're big on the techno thing. Yeah, so like those car things we were talking about earlier, the those are giant beetles. Exactly. Those 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 aren't beetles. Those are those are those are man contraptions. Yeah, someone yeah. built those. I feel like it doesn't matter anymore. It, it doesn't does, make anything worse. You should tell us well, more about that's fair. Yeah. magic. I think. Yeah, it, it might come in handy. There are the magic. There are several ways that our people learn the magic. There is uh, some study great tomes where they okay. go to specialized schools to learn the magic. Uh, it takes years and years of very dedicated study, but they end up being some of the greatest beings in our world. Some of the most powerful beings in our world. Um, they typically have seats in our governments. Our kings rely on them for information and protection. They are... What about people who just suddenly start having magic? Just It just happens. It just uh, happens. We... We refer to people like that as sorcerer. Uh, at some point in time, did anyone in your family have relations with a dragon? <laughs> that okay? <laughs> wow, that got like wow. super personal I real quick. I feel like she consulted you. That I was... don't know a lot about my great-grandparents, but I would be extremely surprised. <laughs> that is one of the ways. If you have dragon blood coursing I'm through your veins. I'm pretty sure... We don't have dragons here. Did you eat a Komodo dragon when you were a kid? <laughs> no. You, you, do you have dragon? Or My do cousin had a dragon? bearded dragon, no. but that was it. Okay, so a Komodo dragon. Yeah. Like the dwarf? How no. close were they? 
my well, god. Yeah, I guess I guess I by that. I don't want to yeah. think about that. <laughs> Wait, we talk about like mythical dragons, but like, you know, flap flap. Is that a thing in your world? Like, they you know, are not mythical. Wings, they have fire breathing. Abs- some fire, some lightning, some acid. Oh god, that sounds poison, terrifying. Some poison, some ice. They, they have absolutely wrecked entire kingdoms. Uh, if you cross them wrong. Do, do they speak? They can. They have humanish form, even. Y'all didn't bring any, did you? I don't know why I changed accents. <laughs> <laughs> I am not one with which dragons tend to spend their time. We did not bring any dragons. We brought us. We brought lizard. Is similar to dragon, and much smaller so nice. and safer, far more docile. I'm gonna put this as delicately as possible. With but with with the pointy ears. I'm pretty sure you called us like human at some what point. What are you? Are you not? I was okay. human. Well, yeah. No, you nailed it. You get, that's that's you got. Yeah. It. What are you? I am elf. Okay, so you we look are right. a little this tall to be an elf. Not a Keebler elf. Lord of the Rings elf. Yeah, like. Oh. Yeah, that. Okay. That. I told you I'm not an artist. So is the blonde one having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I love your lizards to date. This is the only animal I've ever touched that hasn't bit me. Do they taste like chicken? We do not eat the animals with which we are close companions. Yeah, we we definitely sometimes do, but that's a different thing. <laughs> or a, you or are a, humans. Humans yeah. are barbaric. I have a well, life form. That might feel lower life. Really. I have so many recipes. The short lived right ones tend to have more barbaric what? traits. Is that not okay. the case? Here? How, 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 okay. We, we have uh, no other species. It's just humans. Nothing else speaks here. Like you were mentioning, the dragons talk sometimes yes. in your world. We're it. Like, no, no, nothing you else. You have no great druids that which with can commune with nature? No, no. There's there's no magic here. There's just humans. No elves. No dwarves. God, our world is depressing. Uh, what, what yeah, our world seems lame no now. Orcs. No, no hobbits. There's no, no hobbits. There's, there's none no of them giant here. troll things that like throw rocks and stuff. Yeah. Your Was world, that the right movie? If I, your world is so incredibly so. <laughs> monoculture and safe, why is it every city we have passed through seems to be at war with itself? Ooh, 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 I have a theory on this. She's, what is it, small blonde one? Maybe. Due to lack of, uh, like, what do you call it when there's lots of things? Electricity. Diversity. (laughs) 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 So, like, due to lack of diversity, we just hate each other. That's, that's the theory. Like, because we don't have a common enemy, we just like to hate each other. It's easier that way. Our world just recently lost our, uh, creature comforts, and now we all hate each other. Yeah. Everything stopped, and that's really how we rely on everything. That's how we eat and grow food and cook things and to stay what warm. Names, yeah. He is the Elliot. Mm-hmm. She is short blonde. My what name's is Mel. Short blonde. Mel, the short blonde. Mel. I think that's the best you're going to get out of that, Mel. Uh, I'm James, the, uh, the gorgeous redhead one. Good try, buddy. <laughs> I was trying. Your, was your, really trying. your culture has much different standards. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> All right, I'm eating a lizard now. <laughs> we have never seen one of the red-haired in our land. So many recipes for <laughs> cooked giant lizard now. I swear. I'm uh, I'm Emery. Emery. Yeah, Emery. Yeah. Emery. <laughs> Those are delicious. Sure. By the way, you <laughs> eat her? No, it's. <laughs> It's a different thing. It's an, it's it's, an acronym. It, yeah, it means meal food. ready to eat. It is, yeah. Your name is meal. No, I, <laughs> no it's I'm throwing Emery. this off. Just you listen to it's, her. It's Emery. Emery. Sure. That works. Emery. Emery sure. And you are? <laughs> My name is Olnok. Uh, Olnok. Which, yes. Why did they get your name? What the hell? I don't know. My dad this came up with my weird ass name. From our land. Ulnok. We had 50 Ulnoks when I was in the he, schools. He, she even says it like she. my dad. I, I fixed she. it. I fixed it. I said she after I said he twice. I'm sorry. That's whatever. All right, Roja? I was trying to explain something, and we were getting there. All right? You got to give me some time. I haven't eaten in a while. All right? I'm a little bitchy. Okay. okay. Very clear that uh, we're, we're going to have a little bit of a communication barrier. Um, so... Yeah, my name's my name's Olnok. Uh, Roja, correct? Am Roja. I saying that right? Roja. Yes. Um so what what made you choose to follow the sun? Is that just a common thing for y'all? You just kind of when you are lost, you follow brightest star in the sky so you continue in consistent direction. I guess that works that really that works pretty well, totally but, the brightest star in the sky. <laughs> yeah, it would work a lot better in at nighttime for your particular journey, but we then keep the star that seems to hang in your northern quadrant mm. to our right. right. <laughs> and then we continue on our path. But we 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 like to let our animals rest at right. the night time, except for at the top of your mountains where it was quite cold. Yeah, it gets pretty cold up there. So, so about this whole death and destruction, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How do you make him go away? Like, can you just take him home with you too? We there is no going home for us. We are we are not capable of the level of magic that Immoratar is. Uh Immoratar is not going away of his own accord. Once Immoratar has come to a land, Immoratar stays until he has conquered that land. So he conquered your land? Oh yes, and many before ours. Uh, that's not comforting. The, there is a reason his followers call him Retribution. Oh, there's, there's followers with him. He, it's not just him. Oh, he has many a worshiper. He is revered amongst the new gods. New? New? How many the have you got? Gods. We have many a god, uh, but we simply classify between old gods and the new gods. He is first amongst the new gods. Eh. How did... Okay. Is, uh... <laughs> are there anybody opposing Amoratar that you know of? Not like groups or... Not still living. No. He... He eradicated all of the resistance forces in my land. We were fleeing, hoping to find salvation in a new country. And like I said, the, the, there was sickly green-yellow burst of light. Uh, we were in a forest, and then we were not. We were in magnificent city. 
of Memphis. Of Memphis. I think they're the first person to call Memphis magnificent. It is the, up until we traveled through the land of Denver. It was one of yeah. the biggest set. We never thought we were going to get out the other side of Denver. That's usually the it experience. We all feel that way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was when we had cars, too. Oh, God. It would take like a week to get through Denver. Hey, guys, I just realized It's just something. nice shopping. If, if Big Bad Evil Dude... We know shopping. Uh, ...appeared <laughs> in Boston, right? And then these guys appeared in Tennessee. That's quite a distance. So other... People could have maybe popped up in different places, like a dragon. Okay, I don't like dragons. I've never seen one. I don't. You were talking about. They just better stay off my place. That's all I've got to say. I don't think the mentality is going to work against a dragon. Well, we can. Oh my God! I hope we don't have to find out. (laughs) Just feed us some of Walt's cooking. That might do it. Hey. He's sensitive about that. He's not here. You know, He's I so think bad. I got dysentery for like a day. I know, but just say it quietly. <laughs> it's not that bad. He just has some culinary you, ideas that are. You, you know what? Him. You could, you could, <laughs> you could maybe teach him how to use like salt, and pepper, a little would help. I don't know if you guys have noticed him, but I've been slipping some salt into the food. Well, well, well anyway, I'm just sorry. Saying, we, let him cook the, a vegetable. Rosia, the, do you do you need to rest? Do, do you guys need to? You can stay here for the night if you need the rest. I I'd, I'd offer our hospitality. Yeah, your friends seem asleep. Yes, <laughs> my friends are not much for the conversation. Ah, uh, though so I think, looking at Emery, Claire may have some conversation for you. Okay. Yeah. Claire is a sorcerer. Oh, okay. From Ireland. We should go, like, <laughs> cook food and do this if we're going to continue talking. We would we would absolutely uh, be grateful for your offer of hospitality. Those mountains that we have just come out of were quite trying on ours. Yeah, just wait till you go through Utah. Arizona's going to be rough for y'all. Stay near the river. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Stay with the river, and you'll skip Nevada. I like that you are not warning them of the Grand Canyon. Uh, if you're walking along I mean, the if river, you're going, it's not a problem. You should be okay through the river. If you'll you're... just be in the canyon. Yeah. And then looking over at Mel. Huh? Hagmar, our, our party's wizard, may have some guidance for what you are talking of, but I am not sure. Hagmar? Hagmar, yes. Okay. She's getting all stingy because of the dude's name. Is his, is his name offensive in your language? No, no, no. I've just never had the privilege to meet a wizard before. And then... Is Hagmar here? She had a lot of make that mistake twice. Hagmar, I am only one of two females. Me and Malin. Malin, you see a uh, darkly clad, uh, scarred, quiet woman off on the left. Uh, who nods her head forward at the mention of Malin. Uh, Hagmar is is a skinny, bearded, cloaked man. Uh, Clairn has the most eccentric appearance of the group. He's got something that would closely resemble a braided dreadlock Mm. uh, with many colored tassels woven into the braid. Russia, 
is dressed also in simple dark garb. Um, and when the he- hood is pulled up, it obscures most of her face. And then you also see uh, a very beefy boy for an elf. Very much built. Something that would resemble like a wide receiver. You know, mm. Strong as heck, still tall and lean. Mm-hmm. Very also scarred. Um, and Rosha refers to him as Vulred. I'm starting to see why Olnok was not a surprising name to them. Well, But we, we absolutely are grateful for your hospitality. We will do our best to be as little obstruction and potentially even uh, willing to assist in the unique practices of your land to make our stay as un, unobstructive as possible. So what are uh, what kind of forage does your lizards eat? Small rodents. Uh, they like the mice quite Ooh, a lot. Perfect. They're big. That's a lot of mice. They are very effective hunters. If there is any pest in your area, they will probably remove it permanently. Char- Char- Charlie, go go get in the house. Go stay in the, stay <laughs> in the house. Oh, do not I worry. Think we should. have dog in our land. They don't they don't eat the dog. I'm sure they don't. Charlie, you stay in the house. <laughs> I think you should let them the, have the barn. The small bears that wear the mask of a bandit in your land, they ah. very much enjoy eating raccoons. those. Oh. Trash pandas. Oh, yeah. They have been feasting upon them quite readily. Oh God! They might be rabid. So, how about how about Fine. y'all? Do you uh, do you eat meat or are you vegetarians? We do not object too much. We eat the bread. We eat the plant. We eat the animal. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be easy. Um, I'll I'll talk to Walt and tell him we're going to put a place setting for five more. Is Walt the one who's cooking? You were just warning us of. No, 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 no. I'm doing the cooking. James, do you want to help Walt? He'll help. He can chop stuff. Does red hair in your land mean good cook? Not always. How dare you? Hey, James. Maybe because we have guests, we could eat vegetables again? What are you talking about? I don't know, Elliot. Barely. Those things that come out of a can aren't vegetables. Hey, spam is food, too. I don't care what anybody says. I love that stuff. That is not a vegetable. Well, y'all would get the vegetables to grow. We have some from our field rations we can contribute as well if this would help uh, alleviate the burden. You're going to need those where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, you want to save those. Okay. We'll even give but you... We appreciate You know what? We'll give you some spam for the road. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that stuff stores now. We'll butcher a cow out today and we'll have a big barbecue tonight. Would That's a lot of cow. Okay, if we use your cow for water skins as well. Sure, that's that's fine. I don't have time to tan it, but... We would even be willing to uh, contribute um, uh, currency towards your hospitality, and they pull out a bag of coin that you have never seen before. Oh, shiny. Really? I've huh. never seen shiny. We'd, uh, we'd, uh, I don't know, Sure, that's fine. We'd be more interested in uh, information and knowledge and, and training in the magic that these kids seem to have. Yeah. Would we we trade for that? We would if you are seeking the trade in knowledge and training, we would 
have to impose on your hospitality for a bit longer. This, if you do not have the magic, this is not a dinner conversation and we are done. Uh, magic is a very powerful and complicated mistress. I understand, but I don't think any of us got anywhere else we need to be. No. We would very much appreciate... We, we, at most a week, we have extreme desire to get out of this land before Admoratar's reach expands any further. How long does it take him to generally conquer worlds? At this point, how big is the boss town that he landed in? I mean, that's on the other coast. That's on the other side of the continent. It's a few thousand miles away. Yeah, it's, it's like two or three hundred days ride. Jesus, this land is massive. <laughs> oh, we've got a... It's only this continent. We've got more continents. It's a lot bigger than that. This is only one of the lands? Yeah. Yeah. We've got seven, actually. Seven lands? Yeah. And then there's a bunch of islands and stuff. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure I've got some corrals you can put your lizards in as long as they're not going to bother the horses. And uh, They oh, have I... been kicked by the horse before. They know mess with horses. Well, it's going to take a little bit so the horses don't run out of the corral because I'm pretty sure they've never seen giant lizards before. And I remember the one time when they saw camels and it took them about two days to get over that. So let's let's just keep them separate. We will we will not impose upon your hospitality. Okay, let me let me get the horses in the north forty, and then you can bring your lizards in. Even if you are okay, we can just take a batch of field. We have tents. We have all of the things. Just simply knowing that we will not be chased off of your property. We have been chased off of many property in the last week. It has been you've gone through some, uh, yeah, some territory there. We got yeah. over the mountains, and the people became far less kind to crossing fences. Speaking of which, you're going to help us fix those. Yeah, yeah, you we are. are. More than welcome to. And the I, simple I, mending spell should cure this. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. you've what? got a spell no. to fix fence. That is now. The wait thing a I've minute. Heard. Have a problem? There's a well, spell maybe, for that. Maybe while Elliot gets the uh, horses moved, you can teach us. You can show us his mending spell and fix these fences, and then we can get you moved into that area. Perfect. So you fall, uh, Roja and uh, Hagmar in particular go towards the fences. Uh, Are you stuck in that voice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I sound this podcast now. You, you are stuck on all of the accents. <laughs> it is just a, like a Rolodex. Isn't it? Now French, now British. There was a little bit of Middle Eastern and Russian in there for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a strong Scottish moment. That yes, yes. <laughs> It is vague foreign. Your brain is doing its best to process this accent into something relatable. Worst babblefish ever. It kind of landed on French for a while. Like a very cartoony French Pink Panther-esque. But French is the easiest one to stay with for a while. <laughs> it depends on what word I start the sentence with. It goes from there. I loved, I loved your dip into Australian first thing there, though. That was fun. That was entirely by accident. Shocking, I know. <laughs> oh, there we're at French again. <laughs> All right. So yes, they go out. Uh, they find the broken fence line, and I'm, I'm assuming your fence is glorified barbed wire or. Oh God, yeah, it's it's rusty old. 
patched in a hundred places, barbed wire. So you see Hagmar speak to Rosha in a language you you don't understand at all. Uh, very wispy, very not something I can recreate. The um, and Rosha nods to Hagmar and she grabs two pieces of the barbed wire and holds it together. And Hagmar walks up to it, does some vague gesturing and some words, and the two pieces simply become one. Oh, that was... Oh, God, I got to get one of those. Do it again, but slower. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, I did not catch, like, any of that. James is in the back of the group, like, silently attempting to do it himself with, with like, two pieces of, of scrap that he found. <laughs> Emery is doing the same thing, but less secret. <laughs> so, on this one... On the next piece, because I'm assuming it's like, what, three or four lines of barbed wire? Four. Um, so Roja reaches down to the next one, uh, holds them together, and Hegmar looks at both of the females in your party who seem to be the magic users. And you see him pull out two rocks, uh, two lodestones, holds them in his hand, uh, and he waves his hands in a very... You know, just jazz hands is honestly the closest you could refer to it as. Also, over here, twiddles his fingers and goes from his chest out towards his shoulders, um, and says something in a language you just your mouth cannot recreate. Um, But as he does so, again, the two pieces simply become a piece. Cool. They repeat it and make sure that the rest of the fence is repaired. I feel like Mel absolutely approaches any attempt that she does at magic from this point forward with jazz hands. (laughs) James gives up at some point and chucks the two pieces of metal and just stalks back to the house. (laughs) Hegmar in particular looks at Mel and uh, in in a quiet voice is... Young, young miss, we must discuss where you are getting your powers. It's from my cell phone. This is not the case, no. But it works. I feel a weight about you that, frankly, I am. You know, concerned it, about. It's really rude to comment on a, woman, on a woman's weight. I'm, I'm just this saying. This is not your physical form. Your physical form has clearly uh, prepared for long hikes. The, <laughs> the, the weight is to your, your soul. There is a there is a mark upon you that is now permanent. No, that sounds bad. This is typically frowned upon where I come from, yes, but perhaps it is the common custom of your your land. Uh, I don't know that that's ever happened in our land before. But as far as custom, yeah, it's very custom for me to make agreements without asking all the right questions. I do it, like, all the time. Oh, you must always... Make sure that you understand the entire agreement. Thanks. It's a little late for that, don't you think? 
Yes, I do. Frequently. I went to school for a long time for this. Yeah, I didn't go to school for very long, and definitely not for that. And it was a hot minute since I actually showed up to my, my uh, government class. You have class on government. This is a simple topic. King is in charge. End of class. I do not understand what else there is to know. See? See? I... Land. You listen to King. You give him money so he does not murder you and your family in the night. Wow. That's... Government. Government. <laughs> he occasionally <laughs> creates army to protect your borders for your benefit. Akbar, I think you sound a little bitter. The king's... I preferred when we had our normal king, I will say. He was not a good man, but he was not Immoritar either. Immoritar? Oh, Immoritar. Oh, that's the big scary dude, right? He is the big scary Right, dude. right, right. Sorry, sorry. With a capital Z. It is, <laughs> it is a word, a, a Moritar. Is he an elf? What's he? Moritar is one of, he was a man. A he human? Was oh, oh. Yeah, that sounds like something we'd do. He's very long lived for a human, though. He ate his kale chips. We have the kale. <laughs> See, they know what kale is. A very popular sailor from our world ate the kale to get stronger. But this was just fairy tale we tell our children to make them eat their vegetables. Wow, they have Popeye too. <laughs> That's what wild. was the name of your sailor? He was. Strong arm, the sailor man. (laughs) 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 Sounds like kind of copyrighty. What do you? What do you happen to have had uh, tattoos on his uh, likely massive forearms? Do you have sailors that do not have tattoos? Uh, Yeah, I I don't. You are sailor. You are nowhere near water. You are a bad sailor. (laughs) (laughs) We have been searching for the water. Why are you not near it? Well. It works a little differently here, or at least it used to. Um, Do so you sail on land? No, I. Um, so our sail force, if that's what the, our the, the sail force, our um, our Navy's Navy been the term, <laughs> naval naval uh, term. <laughs> the sail force. <laughs> so our, our Navy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hagmar. We've been saying a lot of weird words and a lot of weird shit's been happening lately, so I kind of lost my vocal language there for a minute. Um, So our Navy is volunteer only. We don't make people join it, and they are not born into service, which may kind of... It sounds like maybe that's how it works for you guys. Um, It is a little this, a little that. Sometimes you are trapped into a servitude and you die a horrible death amongst the pirates. But many wow. people choose to make a living as a sailor. Okay, Blaine, our naval force is volunteer only. So I am what they would call a recruiter. My job currently is to find people who want to serve in our navy. Ah. That's why I'm on land. Uh, do you have Do you have fitness instructors in your world? Fitness instructor? Yeah, they teach people to be healthier and how to do. 
stuff. Athletic things mm-hmm. and just generally be healthier, which makes you happier and more well-rounded. Which one is it? Well-rounded or healthy? <laughs> yes. The, the round folk from my land is not what we call healthy. No, no, like internal well-rounded. You know, like my soul's black and marked, like well-rounded psychologically. We have clerics, yes. Oh, that's not the same thing. We have the monks in the hills, yes. They they meditate for long periods of time, focused deep inward on their status in the good and evil. Okay, that's sort of, kind of, but in like 30-minute intervals so that you can fit it between picking up the kids from school and going grocery shopping. I, Mel, will demonstrate. Why do you do these activities? We, what is the point? First you tell me my soul's black, and now you tell me my life has no purpose. <laughs> I do not comment on your life. You, you simply... Lay down and no, try to no. push the earth away from you. No, no. This is fool's errand. The earth is bigger. <laughs> no, Bell's offended. We do not need to find excuse for activity. We Life is hard enough. We don't seek pain. I'm going for a hike. Elliot coming back from taking the horses are going to pass her going for a jog like, Where are you going? Away. Are, are you going to come back? Do I need to set supper for you? Yes. Okay. Have fun. Hey, Charlie, go go with her. She needs more than me. And stay away from those lizards. <laughs> Rough. Rough. <laughs> uh, with that, the, uh, the, uh, the five elves uh, break away for a little bit. You see them find an adequately flat spot in your field that does not appear to have crop growing in it or cow poop and set up camp. Um, it's a pretty simple camp. It looks fairly similar to what you would have seen in like, you know, mountain man camps back in history books. A very simple pitched tent um, in a circular fashion around a fire. Um, they do set up a fire, you know, a ring of stones to contain the fire. Um, very simple, very obviously animal hide sleeping bags, things of that nature. Um, it straight up looks like these folks pulled, crawled out of a history book and set up camp in your field. Elliot will grab a wheelbarrow and he'll take a load of wood out to him and drop it off because, of course, while Elliot's running a wood-burning stove in his house, so he's got, he's got, I mean, his, his pile's low from the winter, but it's not new, not too low. So he gets a wheelbarrow load out and comes out and brings it to him. He says, here, so you don't have to go scavenging. Have Here's some wood for your fire. This is very kind of you, sir. Thank you for your great hospitality. Yeah, and supper will be ready a little after dark. We'll come. You're welcome to come in whenever you want, but supper will be ready about dark. And you see, uh, you see Hagmar uh, set his pack down. It's quite, it hits with a thud. Um, not unlike a high schooler's backpack, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the same number of textbooks inside. It hits very solidly. Uh, you see uh, Vulred uh, just pulling weapon after weapon off of his lizard's pack, setting them in spots where, as a former member of the military yourself, you know he knows 
exactly where every one of those weapons is. He can grab it without a thought. He's ready to go. Um, same with Maylin. Uh, her pack out's a little more simple. A sword, a bow. Um, but uh, she handles it with just as much familiarity as Volred does. Uh, Roshia is just keeping an eye on you. You don't see her unloading anything. Um, she's not distrustful, but it's not exactly entrusting either. And Claren is just kind of lounging around watching everyone else offload all their crap. Yeah, Elliot, after he drops it off, he's gonna he's not going to stand around looking or watching. He's going to be walking back because to him, uh, from the very old school, it's impolite to meddle in other people's business if they don't talk to you about it. So, I mean, he'll definitely notice as he walks out, but he's not going to stand around looking or being nosy. Um, he wants to really, really, really bad, but he knows that's rude. <laughs> you get the feeling that Roja in particular is, picks up on that. Fine. You're able to head back. Um, some time passes and they join you guys at the, uh, the main house for uh, dinner. Hey there, listener. I just wanted to cut in here for a quick ad break. First off, thank you for listening. This project is an absolute blast to make, and I hope you're enjoying listening as much as we enjoy creating. Secondly, this isn't a sponsored ad per se, but if you are looking to do your own podcast or looking into a new home to host your current podcast, we may be able to help. We have been using Pinecast to host our episodes, and they have made what could be a complicated process quite simple. For just $10 a month or $110 a year, we have been able to host an unlimited number of episodes with no storage cap and no bandwidth cap. There is a cap on episode size, but for most podcasts, you will probably be fine. They also provide a tip jar that you can use to grant access to exclusive episodes, and they have a website builder with domain support. In other words, just about everything you could need to get your podcast up and running. Even better, if you use our referral code R-409F5D, you can get 40% off of your first four months when you sign up for a paid plan for the first time. Doing so is also a great way to support our podcast. You can find a link to Pinecast, that's P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T, as well as our referral code in the episode description. If you are looking for a different way to support the podcast, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice, and of course, Word of mouth is the best way to help us spread. Thank you again for joining us on this adventure, and now we're back to the episode. They come in, and you can tell that they have put on their nicest clothing, uh, 
you know, that's clean. Um, it's the biggest giveaway. It does not have just the dust of travel coated on it. A lot of whites, a lot of blacks, not much in the way of flamboyant colors. Um, but the uh, the wizard it almost seems to be glittering to an extent. Um, but I'll have Emery while, uh, while James and Walter cooking supper. I'll say, Emery, come help me put some leaves in the table. And uh, the dinner table, which is a fairly small square one, uh, pulls out to an impressive length. Uh, we end up getting all seven leaves of the table and putting it seven. in. Seven, Jesus! Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. It's a monstrous yeah. table. It's, we can put everybody at the table. Yeah. It's it, the it, and uh, Elliot goes out and grabs a bunch of old their folding chairs. Half of them are kind of rusty. He kind of wipes them off and he says, "Boy, it's been a long time since I had this much company. I don't much care for it, but at least it's just for a little bit." I don't know that one you need to talk to about your fancy do hickey things. Yeah. Talk to them because I don't know what's going on. And right now, any I'm kind of scared and any kind of help, any advantage we can get. So whatever magic-y, pocus-pocus crap you could pull out, talk to them and find out. Cause That's the plan. It's I'm... I'm, the magic is way out of anything I, I ever I'm, considered. I'm quite frankly keep expecting to wake up and this has just been a dream. But while I'm in this dream, I'm just going to pretend like I don't understand it. But uh, whatever, if that's what it's going. So learn everything you can. I will. I will. I'll take notes too. <laughs> uh, so you get your table all set up. Um, and, <clears throat> and the elves join you guys at the table. They do sit with each other. They don't disperse amongst you. And you see on each outer wing of the party, you have Volred and you have Maylin on the other side. Uh, and then you have Clarn, Hagmar, and Roja. Uh, Hagmar in the dead center of the party. Feels very natural to them. Um, but that they, they sit down on one of the lengths of the table, um, making sure that they are not surrounded on either side. All natural things, but the two military folk might pick up on. And they did bring with them their pack of travel rations, and they pull out some some bread. It's a thin. Uh, it looks it looks similar to like uh, a pita. Very almost dry crust on the outside and unleavened bread dense um, not very pillowy um, and they set that atop the table as well um, to which uh, Claren says uh, I, am, I am sorry that we do not have better to provide but I think you will find that this bread is quite uh, satisfying it's, it's as they say where we come from fills the pit quite nicely. Well, thank you, and I've I've had favors given to me in my past, and I owe some favors to other travelers, so uh, we we take it in the spirit it was given, and we hope that uh, this food that we uh, provide is good for you. Um, so we'll say grace really quick, and then we'll dig in. Grace. It's just a small prayer. Oh, At this geez. point, uh, James is probably going to come out with a 
bunch of food and it's, it's a bunch of beef ragu I, I feel like <laughs> at this point uh, Mel with will come vegetables. back Mel, Mel will come back with uh, Jacob in tow after having tried to explain them to Jacob at least enough to keep him from saying anything too uh, rude during dinner their ears are so I told you about the ears. We don't talk about the ears. Just, just, just. I can't decide if they're scary pretty. Maybe after dinner, if you ask really nicely, they'll let you go pet the lizards. They have lizards. We'll talk about it after dinner. Eat your ragu. Why would I eat a rag? Ragu. It's pa- Eat your pasta. <laughs> Boy sits down and he grabs both the fork and the knife. and He's ready to go to town. We all pause while Elliot says grace, and then we dig in. <laughs> How is it? How's the food, James? Roll performance. That's, that's what I just did. I'll, I'll, roll, I'll, I'll do an actual roll. There we go. <laughs> now that you've been told. 18. Smashed it. Bomb. This shit is baller. Dank. See, look at that. You can't even tell that they have canned tomatoes. These are canned tomatoes. <laughs> These are not cat tomatoes. <laughs> just, just roll with it, James. It's just they don't understand what we say, that and we don't. Bad yeah, this is quite good. Thank you. It is by far the best we have eaten in quite some time. Hmm. There was some chicken in Memphis that was quite fantastic as well, but since then it has been just this bread. You didn't stop in Kentucky for some chicken the Memphis chicken seemed quite good and yeah Kentucky's up. Uh, upward uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't know maps you would think <laughs> I do but it's not my job they are land maps you know water map sure let's go with that yeah well you were the sail force <laughs> <laughs> look I fix things I don't know where things are it's different <laughs> They definitely look at you perplexed as you just keep, as your grace is just to God. It is not to a God. Um, in general. Yeah. Thank you. That, that you notice that the prayer does not catch them off guard, but the repeated name of God does, but they, they decide to eat first and question later. Uh, what was this about a, a black soul? Uh, um, James says like, like mid bite. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, Agmar uh, looks at you and he says, "This is, this is conversation that perhaps I should have with the young lady first. Is there this is, why I looked out the kitchen window and saw you jogging like a mad lady? I need to get my exercise. I only mocked out half the stalls today. I'm getting weak. Well, get get them all done, and then you'll be strong like me." That's not cardio. Yeah, stop mucking about. It does if you muck them fast. <laughs> I mean, it's got a point. It does have a point. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm tired of looking at horse shit. That's oh, also we all a are. Point. We all are. But I, this is, this is a matter of a deeply personal nature. I would prefer to confer with. The Mel first. 
My schedule's busy from now until the end of time. No, no. I feel like I feel like you need to have a conversation about why your soul is now blackened or whatever. Hey, Elliot, you got any more of that whiskey? I probably got a little bit around here somewhere if I go look. No, Walt, I'm not going to get in your stash. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've drunk dry at this point. And you do see that the prepared or the available uh, alcohol is dwindling quite rapidly. You have two Hey, guys, you might want to watch it. This is, might be yeah, all we sailor. got for a while. So just <laughs> yeah, as a reminder, this might be it. Unless you're going to go set up a steel, but I bet right now, I don't think anybody bother if you did. I don't have any copper tubing, though. <laughs> I don't know anything about distillation. That's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. I know if you leave kombucha in a hot car, it kind of ferments. Russia says, I, I know a bit about distilling, but people don't tend to survive my beverages. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. How do I get my hands on this? That sounds exciting. You crossed me at the wrong time, tall man. Oh, that kind of... Oh, it's of... like a threat thing. That's oh, oh. A, a Distillering must mean something different. Does staying alive not... Is that not an incentive in your world? No, yeah. it's just the stuff with the... That's, that's borderline poison is usually stuff that gets you the most... Uh, um, uh, see, there is the confusion. Removes the borderline. Mm. Oh. It's just straight poison yes. then. It is a useful skill. Do you not? That's not the poison in your world. How do you eliminate your foes? <laughs> uh, with this, and I pull out like one of my like. Honestly, it knives. doesn't happen oh, very often. Nice oh. Curved, uh, blackened <laughs> blade with red detailing <laughs> along the spine of it. We uh, we have this as well, but there are times where you must do the deed and not be in the room when it's happening. There are yeah, children right, at the right. table. Maybe this is not a yeah, dinner conversation. Not, I mean, he did not. see kid, like, kids saw what we did. Yeah, so watched you murder some. <laughs> yes, but Rosie show over here doesn't know that. It was in self-defense. That's different than murder. <laughs> so, so you use those knives for combat? Oh, yeah. Combat is an interesting word that suggests that you my that opponent has a chance. But yes, I have, I have cut some individuals' lives short. I like. The, I appreciate the pun. That was nice. Good pun. Uh, thank, thank you. Jacob, get the microphones off anyway. behind your ears and go play with the lizards. <laughs> Is he done? Um, Did he eat all his food? I think maybe maybe Walt should go with him. He is snack sized. <laughs> oh God, I hadn't even thought of that. Wait, Jacob, come back here. <laughs> the boy is halfway out the door. <laughs> He's doing boy stuff. I got him. I'll go babysit the young whippersnapper. Sorry, sorry, I hadn't even thought of that. I feel really bad. Jacob. I got <laughs> Jacob eaten by a giant lizard. <laughs> You're not particularly fond of the young boy, are you? Uh, I mean, oh, me not really. We'd like him to be whole. We did well. save his life. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to I'm keep a little him whole well. Wait, aren't, aren't we supposed to take him somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah that like, would be great. Um, Pumbo jumbo thing. Say something about a church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on the porch and smoke a cigarette and y'all talk about your magic-y stuff or whatever you need to. I'm, I'm going to be outside. Uh, it's 
stuffy in here. Volred will join you on the porch as well. Volred. Okay. I'm going to do dishes. Yeah, don't we need to clean oh, out the table? Please, we must not let you take any further care of us. Hagmar, stand up. And he will look into the kitchen area where the sink is. Uh, he'll fiddle with the knobs and he'll see that it produces water, which is fascinating. <laughs> he spends a moment just like turning it off, turning it back on, <laughs> turning it off. He's trying to figure out how this <laughs> contraption works, yeah. Then he turns it all the way on hot and scalds himself. <laughs> right? <laughs> you do not have the magic. How does your water cause ow? Fire. You know, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea how we get <laughs> hot water, so... I, I'm shocked myself that the hot water heater is working, right? <laughs> it's okay. gas. We'll assume it's we propane. Oh, it could be a propane. Okay, yeah, yes, propane. propane hot water heater. All right, that works. And yeah. if you've got a... Well, you've got a windmill. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gold. And, uh, see, it says it's... It's funny. It's not until you try to explain everyday things to someone else you realize that you have no idea how any of this crap works. But, uh, so Vulred <laughs> yeah. stands in the kitchen, and, uh, again, you see him. He produces a little bit of string and a stick from his, inside of his robe. That'd be Hagmar, right? Yep. Hagmar stands in the kitchen and produces a little bit of string and wood. And uh, again, in a tongue you do not understand, uh, speaks for just a moment. And then the dishes start washing themselves. Oh my God, that's amazing. I wish I had known that one when I was like... That would have been so nice. I would like to learn that now. Right? James is going to throw his hands up in the air, just like, well, I'm done. And then he's going to walk, like, stalk out of the kitchen. As you start walking, you hear a voice in front of you say, oh, excuse me, sir. I must must bypass you to get to the table. There is nothing in front of you. What in the... What? Ooh. I'm just going to put my hands up like, who's there? What's going on? You follow the voice, and then plates get picked up from the table, and they start making their way back to the sink. Uh, okay. Uh, James is going to grab a couple of, like, um, reusable bags, and he's going to just stock to his room. Like Ziplocs? No, like, like, uh, like, you know, like here, we have to use reusable bags. Oh, plastic the grocery bags. bags. Yeah. Gotcha. He's, he's going to grab a bundle of them, stock to his room. Russia looks at you confused, and... Uh, returns to the party at hand. I am, or Mel's going to attempt to mimic what he did to cast uh, the spell to clean the kitchen, and she's going to be shocked to find that she's successful at it. Oh, I thought it was prestidigitation. Never mind, she is unsuccessful You clean one plate. Yes, (laughs) I, in the attempt to do it, I use prestidigitation to clean one plate at a time, and I'm like, "Mm, this works. It's better than washing. You hear a voice over your shoulder say, Oh, well, thank you, madam, for cleaning the plate for me. Let me get that out of your way for you. Whoa. Whoa. Why is the air talking? And the plate floats towards the cabinets. I think Hagmar summoned a ghost. And then you see each cabinet door open one at a time until it can find the one the plates go into. (laughs) I feel like at some point, Mal will like try to like wave at the thing holding it and then knock a plate out of its hands. Yeah, you feel it. You you make contact on the air. You feel 
You feel the air, which has got to be unsettling. Uh, par- pardon, madame. Why do you strike upon my person? I am simply trying to I'm, take care of the dishes per Mars request. I'm going to leave the kitchen this little much. You th- <laughs> there is a happy middle ground between hitting me and vacating the premises. No, no, there is not today. I could, c- that, that, I, uh, here, and, and that bell hands the unseen servant whatever's in her hands and just walks out of the kitchen. And Hegmar follows. You. Young, young lady, are you ready to discuss some of what is going on with you? I don't discuss things like that. It's really not good to dwell on the negative. <laughs> I am afraid that the negative is dwelling upon you, though. Ouch. That sounds uncomfortable. You know, I have thought that felt like my chi was a little off lately. Then you're very clearly a warlock. A what now? Warlock. You you have you have a power, yes? Yes, yes. You and are... apparently I can wash dish what dish dish I can wash dish apparently at a time. <laughs> you are not necessarily the most powerful of warlock, but you are warlock. You you have you you met a being. Yes, yes, definitely a big blackish, grayish, morphish, blobish thing. That part is wearying. Uh, you may deal with the being, and now you have power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you are. You are what we call from my lens a warlock. Okay, what's that? And tell me they're good. It depends on the being with which you have made a deal. Did did your entity give you a name? Nope. No name. No name. Uh, no name. No, no. I didn't ask. You know, I gotta be honest. I didn't ask. I, I did not ask its name. It was a very stressful day and a lot of weird shit had happened and it offered me a chance at something I really, really wanted. So I just said, sure. I didn't really think it all the way through. You do you frequently enter into uh, contracts with which you do not know the end result? Define frequently. More than once. Well, I mean, I do agree to the YouTube like terms of agreement without actually reading them. Does that count? This is, I. I don't know what you're saying. We'll just say yes and move on from there. How about that? This is a fantastic way to make sure that your lifespan is not a long one. Oh. oh so. And unfortunately, it is also a fantastic way to make sure that your afterlife is very unpleasant. An afterlife? Yes. It is the thing that occurs when you die. Your soul continues onwards and there is more life without your physical form. You will slip into the ethereal plane unless you get bound to an entity and then you go where the entity tells you to. Maybe my entity likes to vacation in, like, someplace really nice. Morocco, maybe? Yeah, that could be nice. Maybe my entity vacations in Morocco and I can just lay on a beach for all of eternity. That sounds nice. I could go for that, right? Unfortunately, many of the beings that like to vacation do not take on patrons. Oh, well, that's fair. Patronages. 
So, okay, so I ill-advisedly entered into a contract that I should not have, which I'm not going to say I've never done before because I, like, totally have done that before. Now what? I mean, it can't be that bad of a being. I mean, that's how we ended up with Jacob. We saved his life, probably. And I'm sure it has only the best of intentions for its, his, his future. Your being asked you to save a life? Yeah, that's why we have the little the, 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 the boy running around. Um, by the way, he really wants to ask you about your ears, so I'm really sorry if that conversation happens. Um, yeah. Your people are weirdly fixated upon our ears. They're really different to us. They hear marginally better than the human ear. They're, I'm just—it's—it's different. Our high cheekbones significantly. <laughs> they do. They really do. I gotta say, you guys got a fine figure, but that's not the point. <laughs> We—it is worth pause. All he, all your entity wanted was for you to save the boy. That was the first request. There is more. I'm supposed to take him somewhere. I don't know where, but it's supposed to be somewhere along our path. However, our path has currently led us here to the ranch and all of the horse manure. You are to take the boys somewhere. Yep. Where? No, don't know. You do not know where you are to take the boy. How do you get him there? <laughs> I told you I don't ask questions. It's a it's a character flaw. I don't know what to tell you. Did the being give you any indication? I'm to supposed to go to a church? Church. A white church. I've never seen it before. It looked the, the, the vision he planted in my brain. And yes, I know what that sounds like. And I went yes, with it. It sounds normal. Oh, oh, good. I'm glad that sounds normal to somebody. This is how most mystical beings communicate. Oh, oh perfect. Perfect. Yes. Uh, so anyway, it's far more efficient than the spoken word, and they are not people with whom they are willing to waste time upon mere mortals. I wonder what kind of accent he has. Have you not spoken with him? Oh yeah, no, I totally have. You're right. It's not French. He has that accent. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just I forget these Typically things. Typically gravelly and kind of creepy. <laughs> yes, yes. How did you know? <laughs> That's amazing. It's like you were there. Wait, are you in my head too? Because that's creepy. Like, you should get out. I have not cast any magics upon you. I am currently thinking hard about my servant. Oh. No, I'm not. That's not concentration. <laughs> he, is, he is happening without my effort. Oh, well, well, at least you don't have to think too hard about him. That'd be sort of disappointing. Yes. At that point, I might as well wash the dishes myself. Right? I mean, how useless would that be? <laughs> so, I would be very cautious if I were you. The fact that you have a being that is wanting you to take a small child to a house of worship. In our land, that is not typically a sign of good deeds coming. Oh. I mean, but in our land, it you well, usually is, um, usually. We're not going to talk about Catholics, but anyway. <laughs> uh, in our land, that's generally a good sign. That's that's where orphans go, and he's definitely an orphan. So, I mean, I 
seem didn't seem like a terrible thing. It's not like you wanted me to sacrifice him or something, because that would be barbaric. Did your patron request that you make him an orphan? Uh, no, 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 no. He was an orphan when we found him. Your patron actually had you save some small child. Well, that's how I interpreted it. Anyway, I, I am choosing to believe that whoever currently apparently owns my soul wants only good things for poor little Jacob over there. What power has your being given you? So far, I have discovered that I can use my phone, which used to be a technical magic box and is now just a magic box, to shout to people who are not too far away from me. And he let me call my daddy over in California uh, for whatever that was worth. As we've discussed, that's a very long ways away. And I, I, can, I can clean plates, apparently. <laughs> I can make things make funny noises. And I believe that I may have also discovered that I can... Uh... Oh, I, I, can, I can blast things and do damage by making them hurt. I, I go, I, I, it makes a blast, and there's this light, and it seems to hurt them. Have you been able to attempt using your cell phone on a being that does not have a cell phone? No, because, like, everybody's got a cell phone. I am not entirely sure even what is a cell phone. Well, obviously not you. You don't have a cell phone. You're not exactly from around here. Um, Can you, for the sake of research, of course, uh, use your cell phone to, you say it is communication. Yes. Can you communication to me with your cell phone I don't know let me try so I'll get I'll get out our cell phone and uh, send a text to uh, Hagar saying uh, testing so you send yeah uh, and you see Hagbar kind of twitch it is working Hold on one minute. And you see him furrow his brow. And then your phone goes off. And what does this message say? Test received. Cool. I didn't know I could do that. If this is the power you are given by your patron, I recommend extreme caution. There are a few beings that can reach into the mind of another on behalf of another. We refer to them as the Great Old Ones. They are gods even predating our old gods. But they're, but they're like, good, right? No. Oh. No. They are... They, they do not see the world in the way that we see the world. There is no black and white good and evil there is their wants and things preventing them from getting what they want I am now Dracula <laughs> <laughs> oh you have that myth 
too? That's cool. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hmm. I, I am afraid that I cannot give you much more than that. This could be a great old one from your world. Could be from our... If it is one from our world, I recommend extreme caution moving forward. Well, like, what does that mean? Like, ask more leading questions? Like, stop communicating? I'm pretty sure that'll end in death. You have no choice at this point. If you have signed a contract with the patron you are bound to him that sucks but yes typically it is good advice to understand the terms of the agreement to which you are agreeing to do you think it's too late to ask for the terms and conditions he will probably be willing to tell you uh, there is no changing the course of your fate at this point you are bound to them but if he is generous, he might be willing to impart some words of wisdom, as they were. Hagmar, you are a very depressing fellow. Do you know that? There is a reason that I decided to pursue magic in books. It is far safer. I am in control 90% of the time. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of reading. And God, I hate reading. It is. I have I have studied many years. Yes. Uh, many years. I started when I was but 40. Can you do like podcasts or something and just like listen to your spells that way? No, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, I have a book. The book as... I have many books. I have several books. The book as the spells written in it. I read the book. And I know the spell. It has taken many years of practice to learn the draconic language that allows me to read the book in which the spells are written. In many, many a coin. That sounds boring. Uh, okay. I, um... In the meantime, if you would like help understanding how to control your magic, I can assist with that. That would be great. It is activity best served in the daylight so we can see if you've accidentally done something a bit easier. Darkness plus dark magics is frequently not the safest environment to be in. Particularly with that beginner. I'll take your word for it. So, some training first thing in the morning, right after coffee and yoga. Especially after the coffee. And I, if you guys don't have coffee, I will happily introduce you to coffee. These words are just as foreign as everything else you seem to say, young blonde woman. Perfect. So, tomorrow morning, right and early, I'm going to introduce you to coffee. I... Excited. The right answer. That <laughs> Hagmar just kind of <laughs> bows his head and makes way to his camp. Uh, you see him pick up a book and start reading it by firelight. Camera pans back into the dining hall where uh, Claire and Rusha and Malin are still uh, with Olnok and Emery. 
Um, Claren uh, leans back in his chair, kind of throws his arm over the over the back of it, very super cash, and looks over in Emery's direction. Ah, uh, so you have the, the magics as well, yes? I do, yeah. It just started, like, I guess a couple weeks ago now. When, um, when Amoritar came into this world, as far as I can tell. Interesting. You could not, there is no magics before at all. It was None. in line with him only coming. In, only in stories. That I didn't have magic until that day. Interesting. Interesting. Trust me, I would have found out. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think this is something that we should discuss at length during the daytime. For beginners. There are some elements of magic that are better explained in the light of day. Sure. Some things you can see a bit better. Well, maybe you can answer some questions tonight, then, if we're not going to talk about magic-specific stuff. Sure. What uh, questions have? You guys were talking about planes earlier. Are you from... A, it, do you think it's a different plane that you're from than we're another plane? Or do you think it's something... Other than that, Hegmar might be a better person for better this. Better person to ask. My, okay. My understanding is this is this is something different. Okay. It sounds as though the uh, wizards of my world had a pretty firm understanding of the planes of existence, and there is nothing that we heard of that sounds like this. Gotcha. And traveling to the coast, is that just, like, what's your plan there? Are you just trying to find a boat and get as far away from Imoritar as possible? Yes. Imoritar, historically at least, has made a point of conquering an area of land one at a time. It It is vital for him to firmly build his dominion over a land to better strengthen his army before he moves on to the next. Gotcha. Were you in the same place as Mortar when he cast his magic to come here? Because you guys ended up pretty far away from each other. We were in the same kingdom. As Imoritar, he was in a different city than we were. Gotcha. Okay. So the type of magic that he cast is unlike anything I have ever seen before. Like world-breaking. Far, far more powerful than... Honestly, this is the first time I have begun to think that perhaps he is indeed a god. That's terrifying. This level of power, we, the great powerful wizards of our land, have teleportation circles where they can expedite themselves from one tower to another tower. This is something, something else. else entirely. Okay. 
And I mean, you mentioned that no one has ever stopped or survived trying to stop Mortar. No, you either fall into his dominion or you join his army one way or another. Does he like mind control people? No, no. You join his army or you die. You join his army. Okay. Whether you die or not is not of consequence for Immortal. He brings people back from the dead. He has many a soldier who is on their second life. Yes, they are. Huh. He's army. Perhaps this will help the rest of you understand better why we are fleeing Immoreta. Yeah. He, uh, he conquered our lands with ease. By the time he got to us, his army had already conquered most other known kingdoms, and some of which there were only rumor in our land. Uh, he is very cruel. His army is vast and growing constantly. Uh, he does not appear to have brought the entirety of his army with him yet based off the fact that we are able to have this conversation. But mm-hmm. there is a reason his followers call him retribution. What is he retribution against? That's like a retaliation. That's... Uh, many lifetimes ago, even for the long-lived ones, there was a great war in our world. The war had expanded to such an extent that it became clear that either the war ended or our people did. Mm -hmm. The old gods, at the time we just referred to them as the gods, uh, they intervened. The gods rely on followers as much as followers rely on the gods. The gods need the followers sacrifices and belief in them as a deity to Mm. gain power. Gotcha. And as such, if you are a firm enough believer, they grant you some of the power they gain. Mm -hmm. If we had wiped ourselves out, it would have effectively wiped out the gods as well. Mm -hmm. So they intervened on our behalf. They ended the war in brutal but firm and swift and relatively fair uh, circumstances. They did warn us that if there was ever another great war, they would leave our plane of existence and build themselves up elsewhere. They would not intervene on our behalf again. Do you think they did that? And that's why these new gods have come in? We know that we were not willing to gamble for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There was a very long peace. So long, in fact, that many countries completely disbanded their militaries. There was no need for a military. Once, mm-hmm. the mil- once war was forbidden by all of the gods, including the gods of war itself. Yeah, why test that? Yes. Uh, Imoretar, at one point, was just a man. Ah. Uh, 
He comes from the land of Iharadrin Halath. They were one of the few uh, countries that kept an army. Their army was mostly ceremonial. Their whole empirical structure revolved around a military presence. The military granted their emperor his power. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Uh, He, however, felt that having a military meant they should train for war. Why have a military with weapons if they do not know how to use the weapons? Mm -hmm. Over time, he he developed a small contingent individuals who agreed with his beliefs. And that contingent continued to grow until he became a figurehead of the gotcha. He used the army to overthrow the, the government of mm-hmm. his nation. And with such a swift, decisive action, many people justifiably felt that his way was wise. Immediately, the land changed overnight. His rule initially was not too bad. He still treats the people of Iharadran Hlath far better than any of the other conquered realms. He mines those realms for resources that he returns back to his home country. Ah. Gotcha. Once he had taken over his country, he spread his dominion rapidly. His army was the only army anywhere nearby that was trained. No one was able to fight back. And by the time they encountered a land that could fight back, his army was so vast that sheer numbers were overwhelmed. It's because of how easily he was able to rise to power that many of our people felt that the old gods had indeed forsaken us. Mm -hmm. And that he was their divine punishment for our laziness. He is the retribution against the people. Yes. For forsaking our gods for not... In in his believers' minds, war is the natural state of people, not peace. The continuation of peace out of fear was viewed as cowardice by his followers and a prolonged weakness was seen as I believe the word that your friend Elliot used earlier was sin yeah this was the great sin of our land in his believers eyes okay and so therefore he is the retribution being waged upon us for our insolence and cowardice and laziness as a people. Is there any country, kingdom in your land that's not conquered at all? Not that I am aware of, no. So he's moved on to bigger things because he's done everything he could there. Yes, that is my best guess. He's, his realm his realm stretched into lands that I had never even heard of before. Wow. That's terrifying, actually, now that I think about it. He, retribution is a fitting name for yeah. him. 
think Emery sits with that for a minute, just quietly, just kind of thinking over all the things she's been told. If Imoretar has come to your lands, it is only time until his army grows and his conquest continues. That is why we are looking for the nearest ocean. If we can get to the other side of the ocean, perhaps we will be able to finish our lives in peace before he reaches that land. Yeah. That is, in our view, about our only real option. Hmm. With that, uh, Claren rises from the table and says, tomorrow we will have much more positive conversation. The world of magic is a it's pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. Especially for those of us who are graced with the powers of sorcery. We don't have to dabble in the books like Hagmar. That sounds like a lot of work He's, when you could just do it without that. He likes to pretend. He is capable of great magic, but uh, yet yeah, ours is much more enjoyable. <laughs> than what that bookworm deals with. I look forward to learning from you. With that, uh, Claire, uh, thanks everybody at the table for the meal. Uh, uh, Hagmar's uh, invisible servant uh, has pretty well finished cleaning up the dishes. Uh, Malin and uh, Roja also kind of bow. And, uh, if thank you again for your hospitality and we, we will uh, make camp. You're welcome to join us at the campfire if you should so desire. We are very light resters. Uh, but uh, we will leave you to your evening. Thank you again. Sure. That they uh, they leave. Cool. Uh, so we pan into uh James's room <laughs> with his uh, grocery bags aplenty. Uh, James is currently at a desk with, with a bunch of papers penciling out um, what looks like uh, very badly drawn schematics for a building uh, for exits, entrances, windows and uh, figuring how much um, he could carry uh, specific things, what he can use to uh, muffle sound things, uh, making sure his uh, lock picking tools are uh, in working condition. Duh. As we see that scene, we will pan out and end our episode. Theater of the Mind is Jeremy Arfston as Elliot Brandybane, Amanda Arfston as Melanie Kelly, Michael Burnell as Olnock Varger Johnson, Michael Downs as James O'Brien, Casey Weingarten as Emery Lee, and myself, Mike Schock, as your Dungeon Master. We release new episodes every two weeks, so our next episode will release on January 7th. If you want to follow us, our social media and website can be found in our link tree, which can be found in the podcast description. Also, in the podcast description, you can find a link to Pinecast, as well as our referral code to get you 40% off your first four months of a paid membership. 
The music this week was sourced from Epidemic Sounds, who we are not sponsored by under the Creative Commons license. The songs used in order are The Pulse of My Heart by Pierce Roswell, Never the Same by Damon Green, Below the Horizon by Dawn, 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 My Soul Delights by Bonnie Grace, Catching Up Her Story by Magnus Ludwigsen, Dark Roads by Walt Adams, Dark Citrine by Arden Forrest, When It Hits You by Wanderer's Trove, A World That's Gone Bad, instrumental version by The Devil's Sway, As We Remember by Rebecca Mardal, Imminent Storm by Daniel Cade, Another Sunset by King Peaks, Fad Fada by Ali Sabah, Gargoyle by Eden Avery, and Hanin by Ali Sabah. The Theater of the Mind theme, ad break, and outro were written by Mike Schock.